Warning, the following program is not for the weak-hearted. Those who are closed-minded, or in general, you're scared to learn what's behind closed doors. Here at Sapphire's Airplay, I want you to pour the wine. Grab somebody that you want to hold on to, or better yet, get the vibrations stimulated through your body. Get ready for one hell of an orgasm in five, four, three, two. One. What is up, all you sexy motherfuckers out there in Radio Land and to all my monsters live on Moan? Because you know, Moan is where it's at. And if you guys don't know what I'm talking about with Moan, first of all, Moan is a dope social media, social audio only app where like minded kinksters can talk about sexuality just open and freely. So, welcome, welcome, welcome. So, tonight, we're going to continue horny for horror, the fuck, Mary kill edition. If you guys ever played the game, fuck, Mary kill, throw up some hearts, throw up some love. I absolutely adore fuck, Mary kill. And again, because I love horror films so fucking much, so, so fucking much, I, I've compiled a list and I definitely want to hear from the monsters in the chat right now. So let's start off with some horror characters who have some serious family Issues, And I'm talking like mama's boy, daddy's boy, like talking about some of the family centered uh, horror characters, starting off with Leatherface. I have to say kill Leatherface for so many different reasons. First of all, the motherfucker smells like dead bodies 24 seven. There is nothing sexy about Leatherface at all. I mean, unless if you're into hardcore necrophilia, um, this man is. You know, he he might be the provider, you know, he kills for the food and he feeds it to his family, but also he will wear you. That's not sexy at all. Like, I would never want my partner to wear me unless if they want to just wear my vagina juices after they're done with me. That's different. But literally wearing my skin, literally wearing my face, that's an absolute no-no. So that's why I have to say on the kill list, definitely Leatherface is at the top. Billy Loomis from the movie Scream. Now, I'm talking about the first OG Scream. Billy Loomis was one of the main characters, spoiler alert, who ended up being one of two ghost faces of the movie. But um, Billy Loomis also makes an appearance uh, in, like, I guess you could say a hallucinogenic way because he he's obviously dead. But he came back in the fifth movie. Another spoiler alert. But you know what? Y'all had months to catch up with the game of Scream. But I want to seriously fuck Billy Loomis. That man is so sexy. And again, if you've never listened to any of my horny for horror in the past, I have a blood fetish. The way he licks blood when it's revealed that he's one of the main killers. And of course, you find out that the blood is not real. And he's, you know, talking about movie magic with corn syrup. I mean, it's the way he licks his lips and just pushes it, puts it to his mouth. And it's just like, hmm. For a second there, I wanted this man to devour my blood. That's it. So be it. (laughs) All right. Now, who am I going to marry out of these three? I have to say Jason Voorhees. Why Jason Voorhees? Because Jason himself is so dedicated to his family and he just never seems to fucking die. What up, Shy? Um, Jason Voorhees, he's been through space. He's been drowned. He has come back to life, you know, through a, uh, oh my God, 
Oh my God, I'm blanking out on the woman's magical power. Oh, telepathically, he was brought back to life after being, you know, sunken down to the very, very bitter deep of Crystal Lake. Just Jason Voorhees will never fucking die. And that's why I'm like, that's the type of marrying material. You want somebody who's going to just go through the bowels of hell back and forth for you. And again, he loves his mama. He loves his mama. And all he wanted to do was just kill the campers that didn't care for him. So if that's not dedication, if that's not marriage material, I don't want it. Boom. There you go. (laughs) If you're still with me, you know, join with me. And if you want to share your fuck, Mary kills, please, please share with the class. But I definitely got a whole lot more. So like I said, um, if you're just now joining, talking about horror characters with serious family issues. So Jason Voorhees is the man I want to marry. Billy Loomis from the first Scream movie, I want to fuck. And Leatherface, I just got to kill the motherfucker. I'm sorry. You can never trust a man who wears your face, okay? Unless if it's face sitting. That's the only type of face sitting, face wear I ever want in my life. Morticia. Morticia Adams. Man, I want to marry that woman. That woman is a serious, hardcore horror MILF. Loves her family, takes pleasure in the afterlife. Not to mention, we all know that Gomez and Morticia had some wild, primal, primitive sex. It is so implied in the first Adams Family movie from the 90s of how wild and sex their their sex really was, where I'm just like, yeah, I need this shit. I, I need this shit so badly. So Morticia, definitely, I'm going to have to marry her. Margaret Wright from the Carrie movies. This is the mother of Carrie. Gotta kill. I'm sorry. Any mother out there that slut shames her daughter for simply just wanting to experience prom and have just a wee bit of a teenage normal life instead of throwing the Bible at her. Yeah, no, gotta kill. Gotta kill the mama. Gotta kill the mama. Just, I'm sorry. Like, mm-mm. And she talking about her dirty pillows and how she liked the scent of her abuse of her. No, just mm-mm. if you don't know what I'm talking about, I need y'all to go back and watch the original Carrie movie with Sissy Space Tech. Craziest fucking scene when her mama dies. Now, there's this little to unknown movie. Some people may remember it. It's with Bill Paxton called Frailty. And it's about a father who basically is a Jesus freak and he tells his sons that he has to kill in the name of the Lord of demons and so I gotta say as fine as Bill Paxton is I gotta kill the motherfucker on my list okay if you're just advocating that you gotta kill in the name of the Lord and you bring your your sons into it and you actually at one point consider killing your own son because you see demons in him you gotta die you gotta die I don't care how fine you are Bill Paxton like no no R.I.P but yeah the movie Frailty I was like no this is a father that absolutely does not give a fuck about his kids needs serious help he's gotta die he's gotta die I'm just I cannot I cannot I cannot so welcome Madam Sedusa if you would like to join the chat please raise your hand feel free FTK you are more than free to join the party of fuck Mary and kill. But if y'all are with me, you know, keep it going, please. I hope y'all are enjoying. <laughs> All right. Next on the family list of horror killer, uh, horror characters that just have to go on the fuck Mary kill. Pamela Voorhees. 
Jason Voorhees' mama. She's got to die. She's anti-sex. She's anti-partying. You know, she's a devoted mom. We'll give her that. That's one good characteristic of Pamela Voorhees. But she had to go. And that's why in the first movie, you know, spoiler alert, again, if you've never seen a Jason Voorhees movie, if you've never seen the original Friday the 13th, People need to know Jason Voorhees is not the original killer. It's his mama in the first one, okay? So Pamela Voorhees, she's at the hands of killing all these innocent campers that just want to re, you know, change up the the curse of Crystal Lake. And of course, it's ruined by Pamela Voorhees, who just can't seem to let go that teens are going to have sex at summer camp. Can't seem to let go of the fact that her darling baby boy, Jason, died on his birthday. And so she had to kill everybody. So, of course, she had to have the, you know, the classic axe to the throat. Of course, she had to be decapitated. So that's why she's on my kill list. Oh, show. <laughs> I can't even speak on that. Well, there you go, Madison Medusa. I'm giving you, you know, some historical movie vital facts of why sometimes you just have to say fuck marry and kill some of these characters no matter how many times we praise them in movies sometimes they just have to be on the the fuck marry kill list mother firefly from house of a thousand corpses fucking a i need a fucker she's a crazy bitch she's crazy you never seen House of a Thousand Corpses. It's one of the best Rob Zombie films. I believe it's actually his first film. I've seen all of the Rob Zam- uh, Zombie films. I absolutely love this fucking director. However, I just can't seem to bring it to myself to see the Munsters film because there's just some things you just don't need to touch. I'm so sick of these goddamn remakes, reboots, requels, sequels. I- I'm so sick of it. There's no original ideas for horror films anymore besides A24's X. If y'all have never seen X, I'm going to advocate it. It's one of my favorite horror films of 2022, probably of the 2020 decade. Um, Second movie is Pearl. And of course, Maxine is going to be the third film coming out. But A24 has it down right when it comes to good modern horror films and movies such as make you say, what the actual fuck? Put it on your list. But House of a Thousand Corpses, Rob Zombie classic, Mother Firefly. I mean, she... Yeah, I want to fuck her. But at the same time, I'm like, this is a crazy woman who probably after I fuck her, she's going to put me on the chopping block because she advocates for her kids who torture and murder and eventually eat their prey. House of a Thousand Corpses. Again, watch that movie of crazy backdoor, back alley, hillbilly like cannibals. Just just fucking watch the movie. But she's stacked. She's a MILF. She's a crazy ass bitch. And I love crazy people in bed. I really do. I fucking love it. (laughs) Yes, Sedusa agrees with canceling the remake bullshit. Thank you, boo. Like, for real. Am I going to go see the new Scream? Absolutely. Am I going to see Halloween Ends? Absolutely. Because you know what? I got to take my horror films where I can get them. But at the same time, I need more original ideas. That's why I like love my shutter app because it gives me some of the most craziest b-rated d-list even just like the korean oh my god asian horror everybody needs to put an asian horror movie on their list um most recently the sadness one of the most fucked up horror films i've seen of this year which is crazy i'll talk about it um next on my list as far as mothers i gotta kill annie from hereditary 
Um, if you guys have never seen Hereditary, put it on your list. It's an A24 classic as well. This mother, first of all, how do I even describe the movie Hereditary without spoiling it? Hereditary is about a family who is dealing with grief and grief that didn't actually have to happen, but it happened. And this is where I have to kill the mom because she is completely oblivious to her own son's grief. She puts her trauma first before her family. And it's basically like at the end of the day, she plays victim. That's the way I see it is it's a mother who is so grief stricken and is so self-absorbed throughout the movie that by the time the end of the movie happens, you're like, why didn't this bitch just die right then and there? Like she should have just been dead from the jump. So hereditary, great fucking movie. You're going to look at the dinner table scenes a little differently um, a second or third time around if you can handle it. But yeah, the mother, the mother has to go. Just got it. I got an 86er. Got to go to now the female horror characters. Ugh, so good. This is my long list of female horror characters. And some of them are non-binary too. So let me add that in. I'm fucking Elvira. There's not a chance in the world anybody could say they do not want to fuck Elvira or never said that they ever wanted to just be in the room watching Elvira fuck. Mistress of the Dark, her low-cut, Morticia-style dress, just juiciest tits you've ever seen in a horror film. Just, yes, you got to fuck her. And the fact that, you know, the woman behind Elvira is a lesbian in real life. Oh my God. I absolutely was cheering for it. I was so happy finding out that Cassandra Seal, who plays Elvira, was gay. I was like, there's just no chance in hell this woman was straight in my lifetime. I just couldn't. So I was so happy when she finally decided to come out. And I, I still have to, um, I still have to, not Cassandra Steele. Oh my God. I'm so bad. Cassandra Steele is from Degrassi. <laughs> I'm so bad. Cassandra Peterson is who I'm talking about. Elvira, mistress of the talk or dark. I fucking love, so, I fucking love her. Oh, welcome back, Shy. And again, if you guys are in the moan chat and you want to give your fuck, Mary kill list of any horror character, eat, hell, I'll even branch it out. It doesn't even have to be movies. It could be TV. It could be real life. Cause you know, people in real life are fucking scary fuck mary kill play along with me but otherwise keep chiming in and enjoying the ride but yes elvira mistress of the dark definitely on my fuck list you know who else i like to fuck dust till dawns sun oh my god i'm gonna fuck up the name uh Santana, santanico pandemonium aka selma hayek's snake lady the snake charmer lady that character before she turns into a blood-sucking vampire like if you've never seen dust till dawn first of all you gotta watch the movie but everybody knows this scene you don't even have to say that you've seen dust till dawn everybody knows the scene with Sema Hayek comes out snake charming before Britney Spears in a very scantily clad almost princess leia and dripped in like not dripped in blood but she's dripped in like silk that almost looks like blood if you will and she gives the most sexiest dance with a snake and then all of a sudden it's revealed you know under her spell 
that the the titty twister bar is a lair for vampires. Great fucking movie. Great Tarantino classic in Robert Rodriguez. Dare I say probably the only best project Robert Rodriguez has ever put out in his life was collaborating with Quentin Tarantino, of course. So there, on my fuck list. But you know who I absolutely have to marry? Queen Akasha from Queen of the Damned. Say what you will about Queen of the Damned, which is the sequel to Interview with a Vampire. That movie is fucking trash, but Jesus Christ, Aaliyah, RIP, one of her last films that she ever got to do as Queen Akasha, that woman, you got to marry her. Even though, even though the fate of the world is at her hands and all she wanted to do was just love somebody while killing off humanity, there's something sexy about Queen Akasha that you just can't kill her even though she's bad and you know you just can't fuck her it's like you definitely want to be put in the underworld for life with her you want to spend an entire eternity with her no matter how evil she is the queen wants what she wants and she wanted love and she got it and then she got killed but gotta say that's marriage material right there marriage material right there okay so this next one listen I might piss I might piss off some people. I just revisited Jennifer's body about two and a half weeks ago. Um, it was never my favorite horror film. I never understood why people blew it up the way that they did. And maybe, you know, it's kind of interesting when I revisit myself. I've always talked about how I revisit my queerness uh, growing up. But when Jennifer's body first came out. I was still questioning my sexuality. I wasn't exactly straight. I wasn't exactly, you know, pansexual. I wasn't exactly bisexual. I was just more experimenting, but I knew that I loved sex. So watching Jennifer's body the first time, I didn't really get all the sexual undertones. And then I watched it again, like I said, two weeks ago, and it all makes fucking sense. Jennifer's Body, if you've never seen it, it's with Megan Fox and Amanda, uh, Amanda Seyfried. And it's about two friends who have to deal with the cult. Um, Megan Fox plays this like satanic uh, sacrifice to a band that she was obsessed with and she becomes like this succubus who kills everybody like in order to to live she has to feed on human flesh so Amanda Seyfried her bestest friend also I guess you could say like her love interest because there is a scene where queerness is is questioned and it's very obvious that Amanda Seyfried is not really 100% into her boyfriend. She definitely is obsessed with Jennifer. But there's a scene where they experiment on each other. And it just all makes sense of the time when I was growing up and I would experiment with my girlfriends. But in all actuality, I have to say, no matter how hot we say that Megan Fox is, I had to kill Jennifer Check off my list. Like, i rather have fucked Amanda Seyfried, the geeky friend, than the hot Megan Fox in Jennifer's body. Because, I'm sorry, she was self-absorbed, she was a horrible friend, and you kind of, like, at the end of it, you're like, you know what, no, she deserved to be the devil's sacrifice. She deserved to get killed and be the sacrificial succubus that she was. She deserved all that karma. Like, 
It is what it is. I'm a moralist when it comes to these horror things. So she had to be on my kill list. Another person I have to do on my kill list, and I think everybody who ever loves the Chucky films will probably be like, how dare you? But Tiffany Valentine, I don't like Tiff. I never have. Okay, that's Jennifer Tilly's character. I get it. Bimbo blonde. She's fucking psychotic. She's a ride or die for Chucky. But there's just something annoying about her where I'm just like, after this latest um, addition to season two of the Chucky series that is back out, highly recommend if you haven't seen it. But I got to say, I was happy that Tiffany died. Spoiler alert, but she died last week in the first episode and I was fucking happy. Does that mean we might see her again? Uh, yeah, probably. But I'm just like, I cannot stand Tiffany from the Chucky films. I just, I, mm, uh, just thinking about it. Like y'all can hear the cringe. I'm just like, mm, uh, next. <laughs> now I did say, though, this is the female horror characters on my fuck, Mary kill list. I do have to talk androgyny and whoever, um, you know, it just depends upon what character of the film depicts this person but Gozer the Gozerian from Ghostbusters um if you saw Ghostbusters Afterlife or I believe it was the second Ghostbusters it's the very androgynous white zombie if you will with like the Grace uh the Grace Jones kind of um flat top that's the best I can um some people are like isn't that Sigourney Weaver's character absolutely not um there's another androgynous character that's a ghost demon and you know even though again one of the characters that they just absolutely do not like humanity and want to just dominate the world and you know make you a zombie for the rest of your life yeah I fucking get turned on by that androgynous character of Ghostbusters little old me little six-year-old me watching Ghostbusters got turned on by that I knew I was gay I knew I was different even at a young age and I got that movie to thank for it I've mentioned this movie already, but uh, X, A24, favorite horror movie. It's got a crazy character named Pearl and Maxine. Pearl just got her spinoff movie, Maxine, coming out, which is the third. But Mia Goth is the actress behind both Pearl and Maxine. Maxine in the film, she is a porn star in X. She's, I'm sorry, a porn actress who wishes to have longevity in the pornography world. That's the whole premise of X. It's a bunch of uh, porn actors on the set of a farm with a twist where that twist comes in with Pearl and her husband Harold um, are just this very old decrepit couple living on a very dilapidated farm and know what's going on with these porn actors but don't care because they want to rehash the spark in their life Pearl is a misguided woman who was you know had star potential but she never just got off the farm and now she has this vendetta against sweet, sweet Maxine, who's young, bright eyed and full of cum and the rest is history. We all know what happens in these horror films. You have sex, you die. But Maxine does not. But yes, Maxine Pearl, Pearl can get it in her 30s in the 1930s portrayal. Not so much in the X, which 
cuts forward to the golden age of porn, which is the 70s and mid 80s. But Maxine, oof, she could have gotten it in them overalls with no bra, no panties underneath. It was great. And she's crazy. And again, I like crazy people in bed. So it just goes and works out hand in hand. Next on my list, can't mention horror movies without Ellen fucking Ripley from the Alien films. Who doesn't want to marry Ellen Ripley? Sigourney Weaver, you know, we could talk about her in Ghostbusters and how fine she was in her feminine approach, but there's just something sexy about Sigourney Weaver as Ripley where you're like, is she straight? Is she gay? I don't fucking care. That's a badass bitch. And when she says, stay away from her, you bitch, you you fucking felt it. And that's why she's marriage material. That's a butch lesbian right there that's going to take care of the fam, period. That's a butch woman that's going to take care of her. So no matter what her sexuality is, she's got that, the balance of femininity and masculinity and it's fucking sexy in a horror film it's the perfect fucking balance of why she's the final woman in all of the alien films amanda young you probably don't know her name but if you ever saw the movie saw um she's the one that has the bear claw for a mouth but amanda young she's the first victim out of the saw first movie and she later on becomes an apprentice under jigsaw and that's the girl that i'm sorry gotta go she's gotta go on my fucking list i don't again i'm all about morals and she was a protagonist that you know she was a junkie she survived you know jigsaw's twisted tales of whether or not you know live or die that's your choice because you've done horrible choices in life but she had the chance to walk away and she didn't she became the inflictor of pain and that's why she's gotta go she got to go Last but not least, I got to give it up to the men in horror because a lot of the men in horror, I most of the time just want to kill them. I don't have anything really against men other than just like I see past men's bullshit all the time. But I I do love my men characters in horror films because goddamn, when men portray a good horror character, it does reflect real life on so many different aspects, so many different aspects. So. First one, first and foremost, I'm a fuck Patrick Bateman from the American Psycho film. Christian Bale's character, he's crazy, a fucking homicidal maniac with a love of the 80s yuppie culture. And it's just, he's so fucking sexy when he does it, when he does his kills, when he's blood splattered. The fact that he is so clean with his kills. This man cares about hygiene and he cares about fucking pop culture and that's what I love and that what's that's to me what makes it fucking sexy is that we know we're not supposed to like this psychotic guy but goddamn we fucking love watching him fuck and devour a woman literally to death we fucking live for it I'm a Mary though Ash from the Evil Dead series Bruce Campbell's character Ash, as crazy as he is, I love crazy men. I like men who just don't take life too seriously, but grabs it by the bull, by the balls. And Ash got some big fucking balls. So much, in fact, that this motherfucker has a chainsaw for a hand. If you ever watch Ash versus Evil Dead, a series they never should have canceled. That man fights demons and will just fight his way to your heart to the bitter end. And that's why you got to marry. You know who also I got to marry? Candyman. I'm talking about the OG Candyman. 
Daniel Robitaille from the original 90s Candyman series. That man was just wanting to love and he wanted his woman to be his legacy because his legacy was taken from him because he was a black man in the wrong dates in the wrong times in the South and he loved the wrong woman and all he wanted was love. That's what Candyman is about. Fuck calling it a horror film. It's a horror surreal story. It is a horror erotic story. Don't believe me? Just try to get through the second film. There's so much eroticism to the second film. It's not even funny. And I'm not talking about the one that Jordan Peele um, executive produced. I'm talking about the original, uh, I believe it was like 1995 release. Definitely go back into that. (sighs) I talked about Queen of the Damned and I cannot talk about an Anne Rice movie without talking about Interview with a Vampire but I gotta kill Lestat okay Lestat is evil Lestat is punk ass motherfucker the person that is sexy is Louis but no Lestat has to go that man is so fucking evil he was wrong in both the 90s and Queen of the Damned on so many different levels I don't care how fine he was he was just evil and so manipulative. And even watching the newer version of um, the interview with the vampire series that is on AMC, you you don't root for Lestat. You just don't. He's sexy as hell, but you just don't root for somebody like that. <laughs> Shout out to Shy. She says in the chat, I don't even like horror films. This is awesome. Thank you. I like to give people, even if you don't like horror, I like giving you a little bit of insight. So thank you for rocking with me. Oh my God. Another movie that people need to put on their list. And this went kind of like under the indie radar. It's called The Guest. Now, The Guest came out a couple years ago in like the early 2000s. It's about this like drifter. You don't know much about him other than he needed a place to stay, a hot shower, and he overstays his welcome. But goddamn, the guest himself, David Collins, that man is a sexy stranger maniac. Everything that you ever talk about, like don't pick up a hitchhiker, don't invite, you know, a homeless person to your home. Yeah, sometimes you just have to, you know, drop it. Think about seduction. You're like, goddamn. Why did I let this crazy motherfucker in my house? Yeah, he's just the guest that overstayed his welcome way too much. But definitely put the guest on your list. Freddy Krueger. Some people say he's sexy. Some people say he's marriage material. I can say no, fuck this man, kill him. And if you're like, why Saf? Why you gotta kill him? I thought you love, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street. I love Nightmare on Elm Street. Don't get me wrong. That's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite horror franchises other than Scream. But Freddy fucking Krueger, let me just tell you this. As many horror films, as much true crime that I divulge, I absolutely love true crime and horror. That's literally all I fucking watch. Um, I don't like to be scared of my sleep. And I have major, major sleep night terrors to the point where I get very, very violent. And what does Freddy Krueger thrive on? He thrives on dreams. So I cannot have sex with a man that thrives on nightmares. (laughs) I can't, cannot fuck a man that thrives on my nightmares because he's the one causing them. So I have to kill him. He's got to die. Freddy must die once and for all. Just cannot do. But you know who I'm going to fuck? Ironically, Michael fucking Myers. 
There's something erotic about Michael Myers and the way he kills. Michael Myers is a moaner, okay? That man moans through his masks and it's sexy when he kills. Yes, Michael Myers to me is just somebody that I really just want to fuck. I would literally just let him penetrate me, suffocate me, and I would go to my early grave. I'll, I'll be fine with it. I'll be fine with it. I'd be totally fine with it. Totally fine. Last but not least, on my kill list is this movie that came out earlier this year called Fresh. Fresh is with Sebastian Stan, who's from Captain America. He's Bucky, a.k.a. the Winter Soldier. He also plays uh, Tommy Lee in the Pam and Tommy series from Hulu. And this is also on Hulu. But Fresh is about a man named Steve who seems like the perfect guy. He's the perfect guy that every woman would want to have for a blind date. But then the blind date goes too far when his latest victim or his latest date, I should say, becomes his latest victim. And without ruining the story too much, let's just say it takes cannibalism and a hostile to a next level. And in this day and time where people are really just going back into blind dating and everything, yeah, you might want to reconsider some of the hot men and women that you want to take home from on blind date because you never know what their true intentions. So Steve, I got to kill you no matter how fine and sexy you are, no matter how hot the sex scenes were and how good of a chef you were. I I just can't do it, Steve. I just can't do it. All right. Well, all my monsters and my earbuds, I hope you enjoyed my fuck Mary kill list. We didn't have so much of the and you know, the participation of the monsters, but you know what? That's fine. Sometimes we just have to have those specials on GV3. Thank you for popping in. But we are about to wrap it up with this edition from Horny for Horror, which is Fuck Mary Kill. Of course, you can find me on the Moan app at Ms. Radio Sapphire. Like I said, coming up October 11th, I am part of the Let's Talk Sex Summit that Moan is putting on from the 10th to the 13th. So if you guys are free during the day, check out the Moan app. 10th of the thir- the 13th, I will be on the special panel talking non-monogamy on October 11th at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That is 12 p.m. Eastern. And it's going, to be, it's going to be great. The panelists that are coming on throughout the three days, like I said, 10th, 11th, 12th, and 13th on Moan. It's the first of its kind. It's going to be just highly interactive. And if you are not on the Moan app, get on the Moan app already. And if you're on the Moan app, just make sure you check out the Let's Talk Sex Summit. So with that said, I bid you all adieu. And remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. Follow me at Ms. Radio Sapphire on Instagram, Ms. Radio Sapphire on the Moan app. And of course, at MsRadioSapphire.com. Sapphire's ear play on Instagram and Sapphire's ear play everywhere that you are listening to podcasts. But remember that safe sex is the best hot sex. Till next time. Good night. I hope you guys enjoyed that horrific orgasm. Of course, you can follow me at Ms. Radio Sapphire at Sapphire's Earplay on Instagram. And of course, MissRadioSapphire.com for all your Sapphire's Earplay needs. Want even more? Follow Sapphire's Earplay on all streaming platforms. And of course, Ms. Radio Sapphire on the Monad.